days like today, podcasts like we just recorded today are reasons why I absolutely love, love what we're doing here and what we have at Young Minds. Couldn't agree more. Because this is, this is it. This is meeting new... He's, he's new to me. He's a friend yeah. of yours. New to me, the guest. And just incredible, incredible story and conversation and just his view on life just affected me in this hour and a half that we talked. And this is why I love Young Minds. Seriously, and I feel like our growth as just a company or as a part... I'm just laughing. <laughs> we just went from fucking oh, crazy man. to, to we serious. We just crushed it, yeah. Um, I, I feel like our journey through this podcast world and just... It's, it's an unpaved path. We have no idea where the hell we're going. And we're just stumbling upon people like Steve. And it's so... I want to say it's just so enlightening. Like, I don't even want to we're, overuse we're that word. Rewarding, enlightening. Dude, it's just, I, I mean, feel like I have a fire lit under my ass and I'm just ready to blaze trails now. And it's not every day that you get to have those conversations because we're so caught up in the momentum. And you're going to hear about it in the podcast as, you know, we go over every single... He has this thing called uh, Seven Rocks of Life. And as we go through those, I mean, it's, it's just so eye-opening. And it kind of... It's... It brings you back to reality, and you kind of hone in on the things that matter, and we don't do that often enough. And I feel like just a conversation like this would bring you back. And if we could have this reassurance every, like once a week, um, this you'd be on track to success without a doubt. I mean, you'd never get down on yourself. Yeah, 100%. And, 100%. And if you don't have these conversations once a week, what you can do is drink something called NeuroRoast. NeuroRoast is one of our sponsors, right? Going to plug this in real quick right before we start. It is an organic coffee that is also combined with adaptogens uh, such as cordyceps, ashwagandha, lion's mane. These mushrooms help stimulate your mind and your mood. So it's not just caffeine you're getting. It's also some brain juice, some brain power. Yeah, regenerate them right? neurons. So that's what I feel like this podcast did with Steve. Yeah, seriously. Complete, I didn't even drink NeuroRoast today. It was verbal NeuroRoast. Verbal NeuroRoast. That's yeah, what we had. I love it. I love it. And on top of that, to, to piggyback on that, it was like almost like... It boosted my brain so connected. hard. No, no, but it did. Connected, it boosted connected. my brain Go. so hard, just like the gut biome okay. connects to my brain. And how do you get healthy gut biome? It's a funny thing you say. Justin. You have something for yeah. us? You, you want to hear it? I do. Okay, well, I'm itching. Your gut health is super important, and it helps with neurotransmitter production, which is part of your mood. And it's podcasts like this that put me in a great mood, just like our gut biome when it's in a healthy state. And we have probiotics that we enter into our body into our gut biome those create a happy mood good sensations we at here at the young minds podcast we use gut health by on it and if you use promo code young minds at checkout you get 10 percent off and it's the same thing with neuros.com yes we're use young minds at checkout and without any further ado is it or do further ado 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 huh look at that Hey, look at that. I introduced to you. Well, way to ruin the intro, Frank and Justin. No, this is perfect. This is us. <laughs> Segway into... Yeah, we can't be fake. It's hard to be fake. No. It's impossible. I whole, trip over shit. We don't have corporate uh, structure. Yeah. You know? nah, no this corporate whole, structure here. The whole thing. You're getting it raw. Right. And real. All right. And introduce him, please, because yeah. I forgot his and, last uh, name again. Okay. So, wow. I, just, I, I just don't know his last name. You're a really good host, man. Appreciate it. I'm going to be no, honest. Okay, I not, don't remember his last name. His name is Steve Mazurko. There it is. He is French and Italian. Uh-huh. I bet that uh, gets you. That rings gets a bell. You going there, Anyways, buddy. enjoy uh, the podcast. Steve Mazurko, he, okay, fine, fine. He'll introduce himself. Okay, guys, you know what? Enjoy. 
So you graduated from school but still have no idea what the fuck is going on? Good, because that was the point. Now you're just another mindless pawn in the system. But luckily, you stumbled upon the Young Minds Podcast where we tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Alright, sexies, it's now time to dim the lights, sit back, relax, and open up that mind. And before we begin this journey, we kindly ask you to keep your hands and feet in the craft at all times. And, while you're at it, leave us a beautiful review on iTunes or Facebook. Thank you. Well, hey guys, we are sitting here with a special guest. Very, very impressive young gentleman we have here at the Young Minds <laughs> Podcast Studio. Seriously, no bullshit. I don't get that intro. My friend, well... You know, <laughs> we do that in private, Justin. This okay, is all okay. private. Um, we have my really good friend here, Steve Mazurko. He is a very successful entrepreneur with one hell of an attitude and very contagious, awesome, positive personality that I love being around. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate so you, So I really Frank. would love for you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and what makes you this this man yeah no i appreciate being here and uh and justin frank you know being being in this podcast and uh even though i beat you but you beat me. <laughs> i knew it i knew it, and, uh, <laughs> I knew it at some point so it was one one that he know? beat me at ping pong yes. i'm actually hot from playing ping pong it's amazing what a game can do but um yeah so a little back for myself um you know i grew up in long island selden um living in huntington centerport now so went from the hood to the good um big difference and went to newfield and uh, grew up in an entrepreneur household. My dad was uh, into real estate. He retired at 34 years old, my dad, and um, from working, and he had real estate, and I always thought he was in a mafia because uh, when your dad doesn't work, he lives a great lifestyle. You're like, what do you do? You know, and uh, are you in a mafia? You know, you got the Cadillacs. Was he from Italy? Know. Yeah, he's from Sicily. Did he rock the gold chain? Uh, no, so he would have the white the white beater, beater. and with the high socks, okay. you know, and the chest hair popping out. Yep. And then he had the American belt buckle. You know, the, the, there, and that would, I would get hit. I could see why you think Mafia. <laughs> Mafia, I get it. Yeah, yeah, and the red Cadillac, you know, where you can put like seven people in the back seat. Yep, it's one big bench. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're coming down LAE, like exit 62, you're making that turn and just everyone's sliding. <laughs> 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 so, um, but grew up in a great, you know, great family. My mom's from actually Belgium, France. So she's French, okay. you know, Palifo Francais, merci beaucoup. Oui, so très that's bien. that's très all bien. I know. So, uh, but my dad always said, you know, growing up, I was a baseball guy. So, uh, you know, being athlete was really what I, you know, what I did. And he played professional baseball, double A with the Detroit Tigers, played Florida State. And then I ended up playing at Stony Brook for four years, a few years professional. And I'll kind of get into that story a little bit. But, um, yeah, growing up, my dad always said, he said, you know, go work for yourself. Go, you know, go create something that's yours because he said every job, you know, that you get, they're going to pay you some type of salary and that salary will be the bribe to forget your dreams. So he said, go do your own thing. And, you know, hearing that at a young age, it just, it just changed my whole mentality towards life and seeing like our system. It's like, it's, you're stuck after college and it's like, all right, what do I do? It's like, I'm surviving or thriving. Right. And, um, so basically you know, had that mentality, played baseball high level, signed first two years at Stony Brook, sucked, hit the, you know, hit the fan. I was almost going to get released. And um, my junior year, I basically sat down at a table like this with the coaches and they said, um, you know, we're going to release you. Um, I said, no, I'm not going to accept that. I said, I came here for a reason. Give me one more shot. And they gave me a chance to play fall ball um, at Stony Brook. And that was actually the year that I got introduced to, because um, I knew I wanted to start something, you know, in the online world, because that's Facebook, Instagram. And I met a partner of mine that retired at 28 years old. And, you know, he mentored me for a few years, you know, a bunch of, you know, my coaches and mentors. Um, 
building subscriptions and, and online networks online and, um, you know, in the consumer world. And because of it, was able to retire from working at 22, 23 years old. So it's been about now nine years since I worked a job, really, besides the pizzeria. Um, never made a, a resume, was making six figures out of college. And then I ended up signing professional um, when I was after Stony Brook. So my junior year that I was going to get released that year, won MVP, went to regionals, you know, whole life shifted, went from batting 260 to 370. It's crazy how your life can shift in just 12 months. And uh, a lot of it had to do with the positive thinking and podcasts and reading that you guys do on, you know, Young Minds. And it's funny how you can have all the skill, but if you don't have the mentality, you won't be successful in whatever you're doing, whether it's sports, whether it's business, whether it's relationships. So that kind of happened my junior year, played uh, regionals, traveled so much. My business was cranking as well. So when all my friends were playing rock band, I ended up, uh, you know, basically uh, building my business at night, mentoring people, coaching people, driving traffic to websites. And then, um, you know, after that, went to play professional baseball. I didn't get drafted, which was a bummer. So I ended up getting signed by Red Sox scout my, um, when I was 21 years old. Ended up playing for about three years um, in, um, up in New York here and then also in Florida, Michigan, and, and Arizona. And um, played there, built my business, and just kind of hit a wall. I was just like, you know, I don't know how far I can take this. Because if you're not drafted and have money invested in you, you're not like a... Um, you're not an asset to them, so it's just you have to really grind. And then that's at 24 is when I said, you know what, I'm hanging my shoes, had a great run, I enjoyed it. And then I just became full-time entrepreneurship, you know, at, at 24 years old. And, and I'll get into more of my story, but that's kind of the background, you know, of uh, of me growing up within a short period of time. Damn, man, that's that's absolutely impressive. I didn't even know about that either. I knew about your story and I didn't even know that detail. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you got signed. Yeah, yeah, I got That's, signed and everything, and uh, but baseball is such a huge part of my life, you know. Yeah, no, because I remember. So when I first n- knew of you, I was at one of your. It's, I, you were speaking in front of a bunch of people, and yeah. I was I was invited by one of your, uh, whatever you would call them. He was kind of Partners, like a liaison yeah. or yeah, yeah. somebody to bring liaison. Me to your, I like yeah. That. <laughs> so I ended up going there with you know hopes and dreams of being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur myself, yep. and I saw you speaking, and I heard you know, what you're talking about. And I kind of, I was just so excited to be in something that seemed very serious and very entrepreneurial, which was very proselytized when I was a kid. Like, oh, that would be the coolest thing to do. You must like, that's mm-hmm. the way to freedom. That's the successful path. That's like, an amazing don't... word, by the way, that what you just said. What's that? Proselytized. Proselytized. Yeah. yeah. No, it definitely. It was just, it's very, he likes to use big words. I know. It sounds Fuck smarter. Justin. I'm so intimidated right now. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's okay. Somebody says like... You just looked you know, it up on dictionary.com. I was like, I only speak quick. financial success and freedom. I don't speak this other vocabulary. So <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this prostitute? Um, I've never once touched one. <laughs> oh, never man. paid for one. Um, but I went there with just this this super open mind just what what's going on here like what do these people do they all seem successful they all have a great attitude everyone's smiling and making great eye contact Mm -hmm. and it was just a different environment for me and I I watched you speak and I knew your name right and after that I mean other speakers came up and just shuffled through I didn't know anything about anybody so I was just listening to all these stories and I heard about your success and I think you were up there with somebody I forgot who else they were but what you guys were talking about and how you were kind of explaining the financial freedom and passive income and all these different terms that were just foreign to me at the time um, that all just had this giant impact on me but it was kind of overwhelmed with 
with the possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. And you were sixteen. I was sixteen. Think, right? yeah. yeah. So I have to kind of. Oh, preface this was that. That I was long sixteen ago? years old. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know about this, and no. then we started talking. Like, wow, like. Yeah. So I was sixteen really? years old, and. Sixteen-year-old, you wanted to be an entrepreneur. I had. I was just like, I want money. What? How do I do money <laughs> stuff? I want that, and like really? that's how I. Yeah. Um, See, I was head over heels into girls. I was into girls, but I, there was no money. Because money French. was part of that. When you're French. Is that what it is? Yes. We oui, oui. yeah. oh, oui. country of love, right? Exactly. Yeah. But mine Damn. was more like, hey, look, I got money. Girls, come here. I got money. <laughs> you know? Cause, yeah. So I th- then over time, over a couple of weeks, I, was, I jumped into the business and I tried it out. But I was 16, man. I was in high school. <clears> I just had nothing. I had no business being in there. Literally had no business being in there. And I just, it kind of put it to the side. I went straight pre-med and then from there it was a wrap then what was it like seven eight months ago maybe yeah. even nine months ago i was in a flight um <laughs> yeah coming back you were in a flight coming back from where la was that yeah, la i think it was la yeah yeah it was la mm-hmm. and my ex-girlfriend at the time just goes oh there's this guy on the plane next to me he says he knows you he thinks he knows you from baseball and i was like i don't know i really didn't play anywhere outside of plane edge so like i really don't know who you're talking about and then she sends me your instagram and i go holy shit i know that name <laughs> i was like how the hell does how does he know me through her talking about baseball when baseball has been ousted from my life it was your last I, name was like just yeah it just ran because we didn't interact at all no so i was just like what how is this even possible so then we ended up kind of postponing a couple of meetups for a while we were supposed yeah. to like hang out meet a few up. months and we were trying yeah to, and i was like, just yeah. like i was just so caught up with her and i don't think you know, he was i think he was, he was like who's this steve guy you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, who's this guy want for me so did you actually know him <laughs> for baseball yeah just i knew his name like we we crossed paths like you just remember certain people yeah, and yeah it, it's very weird though and then I was business as well that he w- was down at a mm-hmm. meeting yeah yeah so then however we knew each other really didn't matter i then we had then ended up meeting up one time to go to lifetime fitness mm-hmm and that was the first day I stepped into a Lifetime Fitness, which I go to now. So yep. thank you for that. No uh, referral fee for that. Yeah, crap. right. You got nothing. <laughs> Not even a free my, shaker bottle. I couldn't pay my heat last month because of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, damn, this is an awesome gym. I love like what's going on here. But the conversation that we had was just so deep, so real. And it was something that it, it you notice when you could have that type of conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. You realize that they have a very strong moral foundation. You realize that they have a... They're aware. They're very aware of what's going on around them. And the fact that you apply that to business and you've become so successful, uh, it really sparked my interest into who you are and what you're about. And and vice versa. You know, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, so then I was like, I got to get you on the podcast. It has to happen because what we were talking about was just like, I wish I had the recorder with us because we yeah. just went deep into every single topic. And one of the things that we were talking about was the example that you gave me was about homes and what you were talking about before, but I didn't Mm -hmm. want to go too deep into it because that was a solid conversation we had um, about how people who are, and I related to this with my my previous relationship. So when you started talking about it, I was like, that is beyond true. People who have an empty home and the home symbolizes themselves. They like to visit other homes who have you know, mm. full cabinets, full refrigerator, full, yep. you know, full of love, full of heat. And they realize that at some point they're, they think they are full. Mm-hmm. They think their house is full, but really they're just kind of renting your space, yep. so to speak. But if you want to clarify, if yeah. I slaughtered that. I've learned, you know, it's funny how you go through trials and seasons of your life and you learn so much through some of your best times or your worst times. And 
one of the reasons like I like being able to do podcasts, you know, I get to speak in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people throughout the year, you know, like there's conference this weekend, 5,000 people. I was just in Trinidad a couple months ago, speaking in front of people, a thousand people there in Australia. And it's, it's, it's really a blessing. You know, I thank God every day to have that platform because I think in life you can be a cup or you can be a pitcher. Because if, if you're a cup, you can only drink out of your own cup, right? But if you're a pitcher, you can pour into people's lives. And that's why when you're able to pour, but you actually have to have something in your pitcher to pour into, right? Mm-hmm. And knowledge and wisdom. And a lot of people say, you know, being retired, like, why do you still, why are you still on the grind? Because I think you're either going to be a, a person that's a consumption mentality or a contribution mentality, right? Somebody who's giving back. And I think as humans, we enjoy that the most. But sometimes we're so like, if you think about iPhone, MySpace, Facebook, we're so self-consumed with us and we forget about giving to others, which actually is the thing that makes you the most happiest, right? And uh, I realized that the pain that you go, like, you know, you listen to this podcast, you're driving or at home. I think in today's culture, mental, you know, um, health is such a, a big thing. I think Aubrey Marcus talks about this. Yeah. It's... And I heard this the other day, I was skiing in Mammoth Mountain in California with a few of my friends and my brother and and I heard this from um, his name's Steve Furtick. He's um, he's a pastor down in um, um, in North Carolina, and he said, "Joy is a focus, but when you make it a feeling, you lose joy." And when I heard that, I said, "Man, that makes so much sense." Because when you focus on your feelings of life, whether it's a relationship, whether it's your job, whether it's your traffic, right? But then it's a feeling that's taking away your joy. But if you, when you're on the mountain, and do you snowboard or ski? I've snowboarded once. Okay. But you you know, you know when yeah. you're on the cliff, right? Now, they brought me up to 12,000 feet, you know, in the air. And I'm, I've been about 12, 13 times. So they're pushing me to my limits. When you get up there, you're like, it's like 90 degrees straight down. You're like, this is amazing. I'm so excited right now. I was like, hopefully God's watching me, which I know he is. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's the deal, right? And when your focus is only going down the mountain, you're not focused on what's going on at home. You're not focused on the leak. You're not focused on a flat tire because your focus is getting safe down the mountain, right? Yeah. And that's why when you go on vacation or you go away, you don't have time to focus on your feelings because your feelings don't matter. And I think in today's world, talking about like the empty homes, we let external environments control our internal environments. And when you can gain control of your internal environment, that's why I believe personal growth is the biggest thing in life because it allows you, it's like your, it's your, it's your engine that makes you go. But when you don't have this right, you don't have your spirit right, you're, you're game over, you know, and, and a little bit later, I'll share actually seven rocks of life that I focus on. There's seven rocks of life. And I th- did I ever share it with you, the seven no. rocks of life? You can no? bring them up right now. I think okay. it sparked everyone's interest. That's yeah. what you got to does, does this make sense? So, yeah, like, of, we, ju- we just got this one in the office. I don't know if this counts. Yeah. So, so here, here's <laughs> what's really cool rock. if you're watching this on YouTube or whatever. So if, if I have a cup, an empty cup here, right? And say, for example, I give you rocks, pebbles, sand, or water. Right, which one should go into the cup first to fill it up? The rocks, pebbles, sand, or water? Well, I've heard this, so I know it. What is it? The rocks. What's the biggest? Yeah, because it's you put the rocks, it's the densest, then the pebbles go in between, the sand goes between, and the water goes flows through, and then it fills up properly. If you put the water in first, the rocks will overflow the water, and you can't get everything in. So when I heard that, I said, all right, that actually relates to life because sometimes we make things and people who are actually pebbles, rocks, they're not as important, but we make them rocks in life. We put them in first when we should be putting them in last. And sometimes we make things that are pebbles that are really important. They're pebbles, but they really should be rocks. 
And what happens is you don't live a balanced life. Because you ever you ever feel that way? Like you're an emotional roller coaster, right? You're up, you're down, you're like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm good. But then it's like depression or, mm-hmm. you know, it's like um, I'm overwhelmed or an anxiety, right? All that stuff's BS. It's usually over stupid shit. Too. Yeah, It's usually exactly. not over something that's life or death. Exactly. So there's seven rocks of life. And this is what I've discovered. And, and over the past, you know, few months I've discovered so much that's why if you're going through stuff in your life this is the time that you dig in and you 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 dive in and you learn you read podcast you know there's so much content out there to, for free that you can learn from which is so cool and in the seven rocks of life our first one is and it's not disorder but for me you know first one is spiritual life whatever your your faith is you know having it's not even like a religion or whatever. It's it's um it's the principles that you're learning from that you know uh, that walk of life. Whether you're a Christian, Buddhism, unplug it, right? Sorry. Whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. The um, so your spiritual life growing in that because those those principles you can apply to life, right? The second thing is um, your, which I know you guys don't like this one, is health, right? Yeah. You know, fitness. <laughs> I was like, what um, is a good one? one. <laughs> about to say <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. I actually thought that too. I was like, what don't I like that much? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> is, is health and fitness of joke in there? Phys- physique is phenomenal. We got and, a uh, comedian on the mic. No, no, no. <laughs> so you have your health. and Because you. and, when you go to the gym, you feel great, right? I mean, there's some people I recently that I, I mentor and coach and they're at the gym and they weren't going for like months and they go just for two weeks and their whole body changes because you like you start to love who you are. It's not a bad thing to love you. You, you should love yourself because you can't love others when you don't love yourself, you know, and obviously. So with your health and fitness, that's another one. The other rock is your your um, your finances. So being a, a good steward of your finances, living below your means. Uh, don't live in don't live that Folex life. You know, don't live that that you need to act your wage life, right? People sometimes buy things that they can't afford to impress people they don't like or know. Mm-hmm. You know, when all my friends were just buying things and putting like four thousand dollar rims on a thousand dollar car, I got my first home when I was twenty four years old. Moved into my first million dollar house at twenty eight years old. You know, and a lot of people are just like, yeah, you can do that, you know, and do that. I was like, but you're, you know, you're 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 living this fake life, this Gucci life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Finance is important. Learn how to be a good steward. The other one is job. You need to have a good job that you know is 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 putting you in a good position. And then the the other one is your your business, right? Because from nine to five you build yourself a living, and from five to ten you're gonna what build yourself a lifestyle, so that you can eventually get rid of what which rock the job rock. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in three years. I, I I was able to get rid of my job rock because of the business and that I built. And being able to be online, you can run it from anywhere, whatever you do, right? Because if you think about it, that rock, the job rock, how many hours does it take from your life? At least eight. Eight to 12 hours a day, minimum. It's really more like 10 to 12 hours because of traffic, getting ready. So think about that. Half your day for the rest of your life, if you never figure out how to get rid of your job rock, you basically have 12 hours a day, 10 hours a day that's taken away from you because of you're chasing a dollar. And chasing. You, yeah, and you sleep eight of those yep. if you're lucky. Exactly. And those 12 that you do spend on your job are usually mm-hmm. the top, yeah. highest level, highest energy part yeah. of your day. Now, check this out, right? So that's four rocks or five rocks, right? Now, when you're young, people ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? But the right question is, how do you want to live, right? Yeah. I never cared about what I was going to do. I cared about the result. It's like working out, right? You don't care like the workout. You want the workout to produce the body you want or the health that you want and fitness that you want, mm-hmm. right? It's the outcome. And I heard this the other day. My goal is to drill a hole through this table 
and I drill a hole through this table and I say, hey, can you go get that drill? And then you come back and say, I don't like this brand. Would you look at me and be like, uh, that doesn't matter? He'd be like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I don't like this brand. But I'm like, but the drill will get the job done, won't it? I'm like, yeah, but I don't like this brand. And I think a lot of times in life, people like being an entrepreneur, you may not like it, but you're going to like the outcome of what it produces. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, no it definitely and it's, and it's finding something that you enjoy, but something that allows you to produce that lifestyle, freedom, time, doing charity. I did homeless relief bus a few uh, weeks ago in a city. It was freezing cold and giving out hats. And, and people say, well, what do you do being retired? I can do the things that are actually important to me. Hanging out with my niece, traveling, charities, you know, giving back. Because when you have time and money, your life changes. You're so much more relaxed. But when you don't have time and you don't have money, what happens? It's like not having air in this room. You're always thinking about it all the time. Yeah. You get a Long Island red ticket for a hundred bucks. You're like, damn it, you know, it's a hundred bucks. That's one fifth of my salary for the week, right? So, and then in, in finishing, so you have your job rock, your business rock, then you have your um, your organization slash personal growth rock, which is very important. Where when people are overwhelmed it's because they don't organize their life and schedule people plan more for a vacation than their own life Mm. and then also with that don't i don't like you know certain times i'll log out of social media and for a week a month or a couple week days whatever it is because what happens now is like you're on other people's lives and you forget about your own and then what you do now in your mind you're like all right how do i take this time to be more productive what can i read what can i listen to Watching TV doesn't change your life. It changes their life, but not your life. The middle class, they care about entertainment. The world class, they care about education so that they can entertain the middle class. And that's why the rich get richer in a broken broker. And it just, it makes sense, right? Yeah. So, um, so you have, uh, so how many rocks is that? So you have your spiritual rock, you have your health rock, your, um, your, uh, your job rock, your business rock. You have your personal growth and development. finances, personal growth rock. And then you have your relationships. Right with your significant other, with your family, with your friends, and this is such an important rock because you know in in relationships or marriage, I mean it's it's work, but it's on both parties. And we talked about relationships a little bit before, right? That's another podcast that we can probably do for like seven hours or seven days or seven months. Um, but you know, it's it's taking the time to shut off. Like this, I learned something actually this weekend. I was with, I was up in uh, in Vermont in Mount Snow, and I was sitting there and the. People were talking. I was just doing some stuff on my phone. And this guy I just met, really funny guy. You know, he's got the, just a great attitude. And he's like, hey, Steven. He's like, are those people uh, on the phone here? Or are they somewhere else? I said, I literally put my phone down, turned it around, and I went to go hang out for two hours with them. Because he was right. Sometimes we're not in a moment with the people that we, we love. And even with the, like our family or mom and dad, they're crazy sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. They say some off the chain stuff or do some things, but you also have to say, you know what? They're alive. They're here. Be grateful for them. Sometimes we try to be victorious instead of just being peaceful with people. And I think when you just choose peace over always being trying to be victorious, your life becomes very balanced and especially with relationships or family. And so, but make sure that you're with people. That's why like just getting to know you guys and getting to know Frank, every time I'm around him, I feel he's a pitcher. He's pouring to me. I'm pouring to him. Those are the types of people you want to be with. And just, you know, being around you and hearing you, Justin, you know, it's just, that's the people you want to be around. So those are the seven rocks of life that I focus. And whenever I feel balanced, I'm like, what rock am I not doing? You know? No, I can totally see that, man. That's actually, so you, coin those or is mm-hmm. that's so that's all you yeah okay that's awesome no because it's 
like the job rock though, so that goes away. So then if you it choose ends up being six, it if, becomes six. You, okay, and then that allows you to what do put more time into another rock of your life or create a new rock. I don't know what that would be. Maybe it's charity. Maybe it's you know philanthropy. It's you know doing whatever. Yeah, no, it's I a, like that a lot though because it gives a visual. You know, mm-hmm. give something to look at. Like this is, I need to take care of this rock. Yep. I haven't looked at this in a while. I've been slacking on this because there's so much in life that we we kind of get lost in. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to have that that setup, that visual. Like I said. Yeah. Because if you're yeah. not reminded, then you're just kind of. I mean, we're just we're designed for the task at hand, right? So naturally, our the way that we just evolved, we're supposed to you know be hunting right now. We're supposed mm. to be focused on everybody around us right now. And then to have these seven pillars, have these seven rocks that are so important to us. And if we do neglect one or two of them, things will fall apart. The whole structure will fall apart. Yeah, depression happens and, and anxiety happens. You know, you're yeah. overwhelmed. Because I notice that myself right now. I'm going. I'm in the growth stage of my life, mm-hmm. right? And I'm noticing that I have set my seven rocks and. You know, I finally solidified the relationship one, uh, especially with my family. I'm kind of coming to grips with <laughs> my whole foundation, and it's really it's eye-opening. It's really nice to have that rock finally solidified. Then my health and fitness, that's been taken care of. I love it. It's just on autopilot. Now I have the job and that business, those two rocks. Those are those are my really heavy rocks right yeah. now. I'm trying to... Th- I'm focusing yeah, those on two and the, and the personal growth. The personal growth. They kind of all, and I'm trying to make those rocks one giant rock right mm-hmm. now. I'm trying to make them bolder out yeah. of those, basically, because I want to take my job and I want to just chuck it, mm-hmm. but I can't. And yeah, you can do that, too. You can make you know. those two rocks one big rock. Yeah, and then yeah. just kind of morph it, but have the same overall amount of rock. Just have yeah. two, just one that's identified as one, where it makes me my money and is also part of my passion and personal growth and development, because that's where I'm going to be putting my time. Granted, I'm not going to be able to just always personally develop in my in the business, but it's going to help me grow and, mm-hmm. and focus on new stimulus that I'm not used to, like oh, starting a business. I've never mm-hmm. done that before. That's going to change me, and it's going to give me yeah. responsibilities I've never had before. You know, yeah. obligations to people around me, business partners, potentially, you know, two of the people that I know right now, we're just going to go into a business. I want to see mm-hmm. how that works and I want to see what we can make out of that. And when you develop results in life, you're able to coach at such a better level, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's what, you know, what's interesting about like the job rock is there's some people that just, they love what they do and that's fine. They're, they're, they're happy. And, and that's awesome. Some people are like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Maybe you're driving right now and you're like, I don't want to be in stuck in traffic on LAE or Northern state for the rest of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. But I heard this, I was going to, I was going to Michigan another day and my Uber driver, you know, and you ever go to LaGuardia Airport recently, by the way? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, last takes, year. I didn't I don't know go there, recent, but, but uh, I drove past it. It's just always <laughs> shitty. It's always shitty. It takes so much time. He, oh, missed, he missed the terminal. So we can, but he said something really profound. He said, you know, because he doesn't want to, he does Uber because it's a little entrepreneurship, but he wants to do something else. He wants more. And he said, I don't get it why when you get a car, it says 160 miles per hour on it. Can you ever use that much miles per hour like in New York? No. The speed limit's only 25. And he said, and then he took it, like, I took it further. I'm like, wow, that's like kind of like a, like a job. Some of you guys sometimes feel like I'm an A player, but I'm stuck in a C or D game. I have a car that can go fast, but I have speed limits. And that's, that's why I became an entrepreneur is that I hated speed limits. I hated, there was like a governor, there was a lid of how much you can make, what you can do. Um, God forbid something happens to your family. They're like, oh, you can't take off. Or like, you know, you're you're owned. You're imprisoned yeah. by somebody else's, you know, dictatorship of you. And that's why it's it's interesting when you think about that. It's like, wow, like, what are my governors in life? Is it my job? Is it my relationship? Is it me? 
you know, like, you know, and that's why auditing and that's why that rock of organization and personal growth and having a mentor kind of dissect things that you see or need to change. Cause I do coaching calls with my organization, um, two times a month. I do it every two weeks and you know, we implemented this and it's phenomenal because it allows people to say, all right, I'm messing up in this rock. My personality needs to change here. Cause that's another thing I'm learning too, is per we all have eight to 12 personalities and some of the personalities come out only in certain times, but sometimes that 2% of the time that it comes out, it actually, it, it, it ruins us. Right. And I heard this the other day is that you got to ask yourself, do you want to be a, a bottle of soda or a bottle of water? Because in life, a lot of times if we're a bottle of soda and, and you shake it, what happens? It blows up. But if you're a bottle of water and you shake it, it just opens up. So in life, your goal is the what? turn yourself into a bottle of soda into water so that you're healthier, but you don't blow up when life happens to you. Yeah. And that's why that balance of those rocks are important. Cause I think we all can have tempers or get mad. That's why road rage. It's just like your bottle of soda. You need, yeah. to, you need to turn into a bottle of water one day. Now I feel myself, especially with road rage. That's the one thing where like it, it, it hits and you know, it hits, you can't not feel it. You get that adrenaline boost and you're like, all right, am I, am I that asshole? Am I that asshole right now? No, no, you are not going to be that asshole right now. Just relax. That's just a guy in a Miata. You're fine. Just don't worry about it. You don't want to smack him in the head. But You're the good. root of that comes from something else. Then you get mad. It's not. It's not the 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 driving. There's another. If you if you take it, there's a root that's causing you to get mad at while you're driving. Oh, of course. I mean, on top yeah. of the fact that you just feel like your life's in danger. You're like, that guy just neglected my safety. I hate yeah, him. yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, besides that part <laughs> yeah. where there's just your primitive yeah. response is like, I want to beat the shit out of him. But that's, <laughs> but I, I like that. And I feel like everybody does need a mentor. I feel like everybody needs a mentor because yeah. everybody needs some sort of objective, um, you know, uh, not retrospect, but they need some sort of retrospect. They have auditing. to look back at uh, auditing, kind of look at what you've done, what you've created and where you're lacking. And it's hard as you're rolling in the momentum of life. Like everybody has, I mean, most people have that nine to five. They have a family that they have to take care of, you know, and they have interests that they always wanted to fulfill and always wanted to explore, but they never got to. Mm -hmm. And that dwell, they dwell on that. Yep. And it's just a bunch of emotions reflecting on the things that they either missed or currently have implemented in their life that they don't enjoy like all right i have a family that i have to take care of i have a house i have to pay for i have you know i have kids school that i have to take care of and now i cannot do anything for myself so now i'm not even going to audit myself because i'm a lost cause at this point now i just need mm. to make sure that they're okay and then you're dealing with your own circuitry inside yourself you react to things you're not just you know you're not immune to stress you, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm not focusing on myself. So I'm not even worrying about mm -hmm. that. No, you were always worrying. Cause I was just talking to someone at the dealership two days ago. Um, someone I went to high school with. And he was telling me that him and his wife were having a baby, their first baby. And the first thing I told him after congratulations, obviously, <laughs> the first thing I said was make sure you and your wife take care of yourselves. Because mm -hmm. I don't have a child, but I know yeah. that this is going to be the hardest time of your life. The hardest time of your life to raise kids. You're going to be fucking pissed all the time. No sleep. And I was like. Do not sacrifice yourself for that kid. Mm -hmm. Make yourself strong so that kid can grow up with you being strong as yep. the example of life. Yeah, because eventually a lot of, they leave. Yeah, the and kids. a lot of parents just sacrifice everything for kids. Yep. And for what? The kid to just be grown up spoiled and not appreciative? That's you know? so true. The, you hit the right on now. And, that, and then that person has nothing. Yeah. You know, like, who are they? For the past 25 years, they've done nothing for themselves. Their weight's gone up. Their health has deteriorated. Yep. Everything. So I, I told them, I was like, dude, make sure you take care of them. And then I pitched my personal training. <laughs> 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 but but I, I'm serious. Like, any, I've never, I, 
obviously don't have kids, but I just see that. It's yeah. very important. Like you said, your personal growth is very, very important. Yeah, and, and just discovering things. I mean, life is an open book test, but if you don't open up the books, you'll never pass the test. You know, And that's why I believe you should read 30, 40 books a year. Somebody asked me, what's my favorite book? I'm like, depends on the season I'm going through in life. Mm, because... Yeah. There's certain seasons where I need spiritual books, I need relationship books, I need you know business books, right? There's so much stuff out there, mm-hmm. um, but you know, and and take notes because like the weakest ink is better than the strongest memory. So you may think that oh I'll remember this, no like like take time like discover things like love learning like I'll share some stuff you know later um, you know with some things that I I learn, but um, it's uh it's amazing when you start to like just like add things to your life. There's some things in life that subtract you, like listening to the news and listening to like certain stuff on like the radio, it subtracts away from you. It doesn't add to you. Gossip, confusion. Sometimes we live in this story that's like a BS story that our whole life we've grown up with. Go create a new story. That ex- well, story expired. You know expired. what I heard recently? That's completely true. People who watch the news nonstop, they're filled with all these yeah. all these stories that happen and the world is this way. People are like this and they get consumed by it. But in reality, if that person took one step back, mm-hmm. shut the news off and looked around them, they wouldn't see any of it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the reality is none of that happens except for that one location. But now just because of the Internet and everything, yeah. something that happened like once or twice somewhere around the world isn't everyone's TV just like this. Mm. So everyone's like, oh, my God, this is happening. But if you look around you in the people in your life now here in your town, none of that's happening. And you notice that the people who care mostly about those topics are the people who lack that personal expansion and growth themselves. They don't use that time to fill their mind, like mind fillness. Mm-hmm. So Aubrey Marcus to coin his term, yeah, he said, true. as you're driving in the car, uh, instead of listening to the news or listening to radio, the same song that you listen to over and over again, <laughs> and it's mindlessness, you have mind fillness and you listen to something that's going to fill your mind, which yeah. would be, you know, an audio book or, yeah, or a podcast that's informative. Yeah. And other than that, if you're going to spend your time in the car and not listen to music at all, don't don't listen to music, but then just have mindfulness where you are actually reflecting and kind of meditating as you drive. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys ever do that? Because I've been doing that quite frequently, just driving with nothing on. I've, have I you ever do, done that? And I, but I like talk out loud I, sometimes. I do. Like, I will admit I talk to myself. I've done it on accident a couple of times where I just didn't put my phone on or whatever and... I'm just driving for silence and yeah. 10 Maybe minutes go by. I'm just like, oh, wow, I've just been thinking yeah. to myself. I do it. Uh, I have a hot tub outside. Uh, he's experienced yeah. it, right? It's really and nice. it just, it's, oh, okay. my, so it's, my, med- it's my meditation. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it there. That's fine. But uh, it's my meditation because it's like in nature and it just I shut off. And, you know, it's like nothing else matters. And the other day I was looking up and I see geese migrating. I'm like, isn't it amazing that 30,000 feet in the air, they don't have an engine and they're flying those things? Like you start to just look at life and you're like, wow, like perspective, but sometimes we never shut off, you know, you know, it's funny what you were saying about like controlling the stuff that goes into our kind of programming. Right. So if you ever think about this, like I think, and I heard this the other day when you're driving, right. You got to ask yourself, do you want to be the passenger or the driver in life? And I thought this was amazing because when you, you ever have passengers that try to control the radio and you're the driver and it's like, dude, I'm driving. I want to enjoy what I'm listening to, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sacrificing. And they're controlling the dial and they're in the back, whether it's kids, whatever. And it relates to life is that sometimes we let people who are passengers control what's playing on the radio, even though we're the driver. And a lot of times we have to make sure that we're in control 
of the radio because the radio is what? People say, oh, it's so negative, Facebook or Instagram. Uh, it's called delete those people. It's called yeah. unfollow those people. Uh, the news is so negative, turn it off. You know, uh, music is so negative, don't listen to that. Like control what goes into your radio and your car so you control your environment. Because I wasn't like, I was I was negative guy, you know? Like I that's my biggest thing I had to work on and I still work on to this day. I think like I tell my, my team and my organization and people like, be vulnerable, like be authentic. Like that's why I love podcasts is like, it's a judge-free zone. You know, whatever you go through, depression, suicide, um, you go through relationship issues. It's like learn from it, but then how do you, how do you overcome those things? Right. And when you overcome those things, now you can share it with other people. But what you were saying about the, like the radio stations and like the things that we put into us, it screws us up. You but know, you know what's we were sad talking about that. One thing I just want to yeah, hit quickly on, on this topic. What's sad is that, um, with the clients I've had for training, I've noticed that some people, they can't shut off the Facebook or the news, even if they want to, mm -hmm. because when they do, they've lived such a long life of that nine to five and nothing else and TV mm. that they have no more hobbies and do not know what to do with their spare time and yeah. lose their minds. I know a couple people right now yeah, that, you know, they'll tell me exactly what you just said that I need to shut the news off. It's so negative. Facebook negative. Once they do that, they literally do not know what to do with their time. Yep. And that's sad. But I mean, I guess it makes sense because we're told to focus on that nine to five. But it then, goes back and then to we the seven have rocks. The, the mm -hmm. Yeah, the seven rocks. Then we have Netflix and all these different things to just waste our time with. Distract. That's enjoyable. These are you know? fillers. Fillers, exactly. And they, they're definitely enjoyable in the moment. I mean, who doesn't love to sit down and watch Netflix? But day after day, year after yeah. year you lose you don't have you're empty who, who who are you who's justin you know yeah what makes you you in your free time my hmm. my instagram just staring at it facebook just staring at it, news yep some people are like that that's why those relationships sad. are so important because i noticed yesterday last night was the first time I, in my life i've ever watched a netflix series besides like planet earth that we was it you about. what i told you to watch it was you the 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 show you on netflix have you seen no i was actually about supposed it to see it now. yeah it's pretty cool so far i'm only two what episodes in but i think so far it's it's very sadistic yeah it's very but, cool uh, <laughs> i'm gonna we'll figure it out um over time because we're kind of just two episodes they, they kind of put a twist on I, social media like it's the first time i've seen in a movie where they use social media mm -hmm. as someone would nowadays yeah if you're if you're yeah if you're kind of a sicko but it's of course so far but um what i'm trying to get at is that that filler became a utility it actually became part of an, an enhancement or a garnish on my one of my rocks right it became mm. something that i could actually use with my my girlfriend right so we yeah. could actually sit down enjoy it reflect on it talk about it and kind of like it it enhanced our time it was the first time where i actually used the medium as that well, that's and a healthy way of using it, exactly so medium. i used it for its purpose instead of it being my purpose yes in the moment you, you know like i kind of outsource my purpose with my time so like, okay good, yeah. well for three for three hours my purpose is to fulfill the stockholders of netflix and just sit here and consume <laughs> and consume you're and struggling consume. <laughs> yeah right for real and i uh, wanted to hit on um our last podcast topic are your shoulds quote unquote getting in the way of your happiness and that would be part of like the people that the just those accessory voices just like the news coming in popping mm. in out of nowhere and then feeling like i should be up to date on facebook like a lot of people say oh well facebook's where i get my news and that's where uh, twitter is where i get my news and they're getting heated and and they're not fulfilling themselves by using those mediums they're just kind of entertaining their brain and putting some sort of drama and mixing up their life because their life is so full of monotony and yep. they don't want to face that head on they don't want to 
they don't want to face the fact that they don't have anything really going on that's mixing it up for themselves. That's why people love MTV. Hmm. They love those shows like what Tori was on, like the challenge. The, the, uh, the challenge. It's like, oh, look at all the emotions and the ups and the downs, and it's so amazing. Look, these are actually real people, and it's like, well, well you're the asshole watching them. And those people with emotions <laughs> become your emotions, and all you do is gossip about it's, their emotions. Exactly. It's yep. now you're like, I know people like that too. It's yeah. outsourcing drama. It's a very weird phenomenon that we go through today. It's just we want to take our brains. All right. Put this shit on the shelf because this is getting really time consuming and it's taking a lot of my energy. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, I think um, we all want peace and happiness, right? Like, like that's why when you go away and, nice. and you're, you're sitting on a beach and you're just like, because I said something the other day. I said, all right, you have a problem. Somebody called me for a coaching call and they were struggling with certain area of life. It's like, if you went to Fiji, would that still be a problem? They're like, no, it's a problem only here in Long Island because you're making it a problem. Right. And I said and I thought it, I just thought about this today because I was thinking about like peace and, and, and happiness. Right. If you stare at the sun for a long time, what's going to happen? You're going to burn your eyes and, and lose your eyesight. But look at the rest of the sky. You can look everywhere else, but you chose to look at the sun. And I think we whatever we choose in our life to look at, whether it's negative stuff, whether it's people. Right. Like I have a I have a friend that, you know, every time I get on the phone, it's just, you know, he's it's it's like gossip or negative. And I said, listen, I'm, I'm not going down that road. If you can't talk about another subject, then how are we going to ever, ha we can't have a relationship. So you have to be careful what you feed into. That's why in a relationship, having your, like your mother-in-law or father-in-law sometimes get in worst thing ever. You have too many voices. Cause have you guys ever, you guys experienced that in, in a lot of aspects of life. It's like, dude, back off. This is my life and you have all these voices and then what happens is you don't even hear your voice because other people's voice are speaking into you too much mm -hmm. no i totally i totally see that i don't think i had it that bad with my relationships but mm -hmm. i i could see i've seen it happen with i'm just others. in general yeah yeah, yeah no yeah. i've totally seen that happen with other people where you know it's like this is none of your business but you're getting into it and then now you're creating this toxic environment you're kind of setting the bar for us and now we have to fight over it yeah you know? but but what you do is you choose to be peaceful you don't have you just say yes you know program yourself and 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 be grateful for them you know they're gonna mess up like i said like hey they're alive be grateful for that you know but it doesn't mean that you have to spend all your time and that's why building new bonds and relationships something you know getting to know you i'm like hey these are good people to be around you know, and we're on such a thin thread sometimes of who we meet. Like I was working out with Eric Coleman. Uh, he played in the NFL on the Jets. I saw that. And yeah, I yeah. was working out with him at uh, Lifetime the other day and just building a great relationship. And, you know, he loves, he's like, we just have, we're building a good bond because we're, we're on the same page. We're progressing in life. We're, we're not surviving. We're thriving, you know, and a lot of times family or friends, they're surviving. They're not thriving in life. They're not moving forward, you know? So it's, uh, it's important to be careful of what, what's going into your mind to create a true peace and happiness. And that's why I believe like sometimes logging out of certain things or, or like, like you said, you don't know what to do. All right, go look at the seven rocks. When's the last time you've been to the gym? When's the last time you picked up, you know, a Bible, went to church or, or read about Buddha, whatever it is, right? You know, like discover things and it's really fun like you get a zen about you in life you're like nothing bothers you it's really crazy and i wasn't always like that i would let i would react to things i wouldn't respond to things i would like snap i would be the soda bottle but yeah. if you can change from soda bottle to water bottle it takes time it's not going to happen overnight it's in it's in like it's like a home you don't build a home overnight so you do these things and you transfer over man you just life becomes fun yeah. and you and don't I yeah I notice when you focus on a desired outcome, things are a lot 
different. The way that you conduct yourself is a lot different. So, like, I used to react. But, I mean, I, I can't even say that because I was so young. But Italian, I used to right? just react. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just react to things with my emotions immediately. And my goal was to was to kind of use my ego to win the battle. Mm. Like, I, I was winning a battle. I wasn't trying to achieve a desired outcome. If you have a desired outcome and you ask yourself completely objectively, in this situation, how would I get to that desired outcome? That's all I want is this outcome, but we're, we are disagreeing right now. How do I get there? Instead of sitting there and saying, well, I don't want to look like an idiot here. I'm not going to admit to anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stand down. I'm not going to back down in this if you're arguing with anybody or if you're in a disagreement. And I find that it's really important. That's just like the so soda bottle where if you're getting shook up a little bit and you're like, all right, I have to just, I have to lay it down on you, hmm. you know, and you don't want to, but you feel like you have to because your ego is kind of popping through and you've reached, you've breached that threshold of what you're able to contain. And then you react and then the outcome gets totally lost in the weeds. And now it's yep. just a, an ego clash. That's where you have to ask, do you want to be victorious or do you want peace? Yeah. And sometimes being peaceful is better than being victorious. It's oh, I feel like it's always better. Well, I, think it's, I, I was giving like the one percent oh, of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> it's like when I'll I'm driving. I want to be victorious. <laughs> Let Spin me stick this, this out. <laughs> yeah, like pit maneuver the guy who cut me off. Like how yeah, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> didn't see that. I'm out. But, That's uh, good stuff. That's yeah. It's, it's really good. It's really important, man, because I noticed a lot of the things in my life that have been conflict and have been hard for me mm -hmm. were always just because I'm trying to guard my ego. Yeah. It was never. It was never like I'm trying to achieve this outcome. Can I ask you guys a question? Please. Yeah, so I'll ask you first, first Jazza. So what has been your yeah. biggest... Uh, <laughs> that's because he beat me and I beat you. That's how... Yeah, I, just yeah, tell him again. Yeah. <laughs> it's one game. Victorious. So, this is the 1%. We're I'm, peace, I'm at peace with him. Yeah. That's cute. As, I'm, as my legs are twitching, I'm like, <laughs> I'm at peace with him. I can't wait till this podcast is over. Can you move that rock away from him? <laughs> no, this so, is a good rock. Yeah, yeah. So what like, what have you learned over this past year? Things like one or two things that you didn't know about life or about relationship, about business that maybe you know now. Like something that you're like, it clicked for you. 100% this year, the biggest thing I've learned is that as soon as you completely focus everything all your energy onto the thing you want, it almost f feels like everything falls into place mm. on, on, on the life you want, on everything you have, everything going forward. Once you, once you completely cut everything out that needs to be cut out, no matter how hard it is, and, and you go forward, the rest kind of falls into place just like you thought it would. Like you're leaning out. You're yeah. leaning out all the bullshit. That's good, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I've, I've found that to be very true this year. Where your focus goes, your flow goes. Yes. Yeah. Very. This year for me has been just like that. Because it's yeah. interesting when you like prune a tree, It yeah, you're pruning, but then it, it actually grows better and quicker and stronger. You know, and, The way you wanted it and to. And because as, you as pruned well. certain things out and focused on whatever you were trying to accomplish, yes. you know, it, it starts to thrive. Yeah. That's yeah. good. No, so that's I like awesome. that, yeah. That's same question for Frank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I'd say I'm not to, I don't want to piggyback on that because I do agree with that. And I think that's exactly where I was, but shedding that previous relationship that kept me from exploring myself. The second I, I gained this freedom, so to speak, I, then we started, we linked up, uh, Justin and I, and we started this podcast and I've been a, probably 
the number one thing that I consumed was podcasts, like not music, not movies, not audibles, podcasts. And I said, I would love to start my own podcast because I was, I was wondering, what do I want to do with my life? Yep. And it's not that I just want a podcast, but this is something that was 100% necessary. I want to be around people who are growth minded. I want to be around people who have a t- have a, a goal in life, who are of roughly my generation. This way we all kind of understand we have like a similar perspective we're all of the same generation roughly and i want to lead by example and then by doing what i did by going to austin texas and going to the on it academy mm-hmm. that changed my perspective completely because i've never had community i never yeah. i never knew what community was because i've always been kind of subscribing to other people's passions and i was always just kind of piggybacking on other people or other things that i thought i would love but never did and this was the first time where i had the maturity or the peace of mind and just kind of the understanding of what i did actually like and i explored those things and i dove in completely and now I've submerged myself and to piggyback off of what Justin said I am now I'm leaning out all the distractions in my life and applying everything that I love Mm -hmm. to everything that I do and then now that force is just so solidified and forged that I just I can't turn back there's no way I will ever work for somebody ever again it's not gonna happen I'm 100% head first in this I'm swan diving in into everything that I'm doing now and I will make a career out of it because there's just no other way out yeah, you want to work for me? Who's your daddy? What does he do? You want to work for me? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you said, though. Community and culture, like planting yourself in the right environment so that you can harvest to be what you know you were meant to be mm-hmm. is such an important thing. A lot of people try to succeed in the same zip code they grew up. Yeah. You know? I, I don't want to do that at yeah. all, you know, especially and, here. Because when you, but think about it, you went to Texas, right? Like I'm going to a conference uh, this weekend and then a conference also uh, in Miami next week. And um, when you get around different environments and different people, it it changes your perspective because people don't know what they want till they know what they can have. And that was Steve Jobs actually with Apple. You know, they didn't know that they wanted something. Do you know the story, by the way, how Steve Jobs got, I don't know the name of the guy, but how he got like the CEO. He was like the CEO of like, I think Coca-Cola or whatever. And he said to the guy, he was like, he was like young. And he said to him, he sent him a bunch of emails or voicemails because he got his phone number and he was killing it, making millions, this guy. And Steve Jobs wanted to change the world. He wanted to make a difference, just like you guys are making a difference with this podcast and, and, and you know, and inspiring people. And he said, he's like, when you want to stop selling, um, you know, bad drinks and sugar to, to kids in the world, let me know. Like it's something like that. Yeah, right in the heart. Oh, yeah. And he said, when you want to make a difference, call me back. And can't and, argue with that. And Lily, he resigned. He ended up, you know, and you can look up the story. I'm, you know, I'm butchering a little bit, but that's the framework. And he ended up, you know, going with Steve Jobs and creating creating a legacy, creating a difference, and making an impact. You know, because like what we do in our organization, we're called Project Impact. You know, and we just, um, you know, it's kind of our hashtag, and it's just impacting lives and helping people. And some people think you need to like impact because you have a lot of money. It helps out, but you can impact in other ways just by complimenting somebody or doing a good gesture or actually letting somebody in the lane, you know? Yeah. Um, but but community, though, is changes your life. I, what you said, Frank, is, is so on point because when you are around the right community and you plant yourself into conferences or business seminars or – I realize one thing is that the thing that you don't want to do is the thing that you do want to do. The person that you don't want to talk to because you're going to hear the truth is the thing that you need to do. 
And that's why I have like six, seven mentors in my life. And a lot of stuff I'm like, dude, I don't like that. But it's the thing that you got to do to change. Yeah. You know? so like a lot of people don't like to reconcile the issues of their past, right? Like they don't want to no. bring up the things that have happened that have scarred them. They suppress it and they just throw it under the rug. And then that becomes the it's thing. It's like cancer, it like metastasizes yeah. in their body, in their mind until one day it just pops yep. or they have to face it with therapy. And that's where they, you know, that's where the change is. That's where people are born and reborn. You know, yeah. that's how things like this happen. It's interesting. John Maxwell, he said, uh, what did he say? This was really cool. He said, working on your weakness is counseling. But w- when you work on your strengths, I'm equipping you to be stronger. And that's the difference between being a counselor versus an equipper. And the counselors are not bad. Like you should have a counselor in your life if you have certain things, right? But it works on your weakness, which you do need to work on your weaknesses. But an equipper works on the strengths that you already have that sometimes you don't realize to, to make it prosper and harvest, you know, into better seeds, into better trees. Yeah. You and know? I feel like the environment is so necessary because yeah. it's like you want to, like, for example, you go into the middle of the forest and yep. you're like, all right, I got a palm tree. We're going to plant this bitch right now. We got yeah. this. This thing would grow if it has sunlight that's all we need sunlight and some water yeah. but you know it's being smothered by these oak trees and these maple trees and now you have no chance of that thing growing and it's in the wrong environment do you know that socal california like irvine and newport beach or laguna they actually don't are not supposed to have palm trees the environment's me- meant for it but do you know that palm trees like don't grow there they imported them and they plant them there the environment's right they just never were planted there and once they planted now they grow really yeah because coconuts actually float, right? So that's how they populate little islands is because they float on water, right? So they actually go from island to crazy. island, and that's how they, they populate. That's how they populate. So they, there's a little bit of air in that actually like makes an evolutionary a, Yeah, that thing, makes sense. buoyant, so it actually goes from shore to shore. So I thought that was just part of the phenomenon of, of palm trees. Yeah, a lot of the, how the areas go. there are prairie land, but, you know, again... But that's a big thing is a lot of people are really like, we're all like great seeds. We're just not planted in the right job, the right relationship, the right environment. But when you plant yourself in the right environment, you prosper and grow and you, you gain a life. Like I've seen people literally go from being depressed to just being jacked up, excited about life, like in an instant. Cause it really is. It's an on and off switch. Cause if I told you you're, say you're depressed, Justin, and I said, I'm going to give you a million dollars to not be depressed for 10 days. Would you focus? What are you going to focus on being happy? Cause you want that million. So you're choosing to be depressed. You're choosing to look at your problems. But then also if you plant yourself in good environments, of good people, what's going to happen? You're going to be like, no, nah, this is, I, I can't be depressed around all these people. They're too excited. Yeah. And that's a perfect example with the vacation that you were talking about before. I mean, I've never been upset on vacation. It just yeah. doesn't. You can't. <laughs> can't. It can't happen. It's illegal. Like, you get locked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like when you go into a different environment and you're you're challenged, you're not sitting there reflecting on the shit like your day to day. So like when I come home, I go into the same house, same smells, same people, same thing. So my brain will go on autopilot. And if I'm not mm. a happy person, if I'm not, you know, really if I'm not fulfilled with what's going on in my life, then this is just going to be a reminder of my dull existence. Right. And then that'll just compound and compound and I'll slowly lose happiness every single day. It'll get shaved off. But when I go into a new environment, I have this, it's like having a sports car on a track. You're like, all right, what are we doing here? I like whatever I've built, whoever I am, whatever I love to do is now 
able to be applied to whatever I have in front of me. That goes back to the governor, the car with the guy going to LaGuardia Airport. Yeah. Is that if you take that car that goes 160 and put it in the right environment on a track, you can use it as far as, as much as it should be used. Mm-hmm. But when there's a governor, there's a restriction. Because you ever feel that way? It's like, I, you're, I'm sure some of you guys listen to podcasts. You're like, I know I was destined for more. That's because you're on the you're in the wrong city that has a speed limit. And you got to change your city. You got to change your environment to actually use what you were, you know, what God gave you to, you know, to use. Yeah. So that's yeah. like going to work every day. It's just like, all right, yeah. underutilized here. Got the speed limit at 30 right now and I'm ready mm-hmm. to punch the throttle. And it's just not, you know, you can't do it. Yeah. You can't be yourself. You can't open up. I, you know, what's interesting is like you should build a life that you never have to vacate from. That's mm-hmm. why vacation is actually vacating your life you're vacating your reality that you don't like. So if you can actually build a life, like I live, you know, I live by coastal basically where I travel like every month to California and, you know, I do, you know, business out there. And my, one of my good friends is out there. Um, shout out to Brian. Um, and, um, but it's, it's so crazy because like when some people, they literally, they wait for a vacation once a year, or every other year, and that's their life. But then they hate their miserable home life Mm -hmm. so if you can build a life that you don't need to vacate from every day's a vacation in your mind it's amazing and that's why being an entrepreneur is an amazing thing because you never get tired of it it's exciting it's your baby it's like it's like having kids and having a family but that's actually a business and that becomes your income and then all of your energy actually gets spread throughout your week evenly that's why a lot of people also they work a monday through friday job yep and the week it's like in a microcosm like the vacation is kind of like for the year tgif right Thank yeah, God, oh it's Friday. Exactly. Like, oh my God! Happy like, really? Hump Day. That's why, if you just listen to the like the radio, they it's you know you have the employee mentality. I mean, you guys read Rich Dad Poor Dad, right? Before, yes, right. The the yeah, quadrants. Yeah, no, you, the, yeah. No, you gave me that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I love those quadrants because you have the oh. left side versus the yeah the left side versus the right side, and the left side's very like you know the ENS where it's um it's more of um kind of like I can't afford it versus the right side says how can I afford it. You know, it's a different mentality. You start to see their conversations that they have, you know, like one will talk about sports, one will talk about podcast or reading, right? You know, or like, Studies. you know, traveling or yacht, whatever. And it's not materialistic things all the time, but it's just, it's like, oh, you remember the good old days, bro? No, the good old days sucked. You know, I was broke. I was living, I had a Folex, you know, on, it wasn't even a Rolex. I was living home. I was like, no, I, I don't like, I like these days, you know, I'm grateful for those days, but it's like, no, I want to progress. I want new things in life. So, um, but yeah, it's, yeah. uh, it's cool when you it, hear those things. Yeah. It's like the guys like, oh, back in high school, I used to, I used to bench 315 pounds today. You know, uh, I've run into a couple obstacles here and there. That's, you that's know, my morning like, client. Oh, come on. He man. tells me every day how much he used to bench in high school. It's just like no every one day, cares. and I'm just like, okay, we're here now. Let's let's yeah. do this. That story expired. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real. Now you mentioned um, hashtag Project Impact mm-hmm. a couple times, but what is that? What is what is uh, the business? Yeah, I mean, basically uh, the the business model. We you know we use a, a, a subscription based like networking model where we we drive traffic to websites where we that's the, where the passive income that's where all my income is generated. Now I have like real estate and investments, you know, I'm working on some projects on the side as well. Um, but that's my main baby. I love that thing. And it's just, it's, it's fun. And then the other aspect to it is the mentorship aspect, which I really love is the coaching calls, mentoring people in life, budgeting, relationships, um, you know, depression, uh, organization. So you're a life coach? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, life coach, that. business I was, coach. I've been looking into that. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. neat. 
Yeah. So, and I tell people, I'm like, listen, there's areas in my life I'm working on, you know, because any life coach is like, oh, I got it all together. BS. Yeah. You don't. Course, and that's not authentic. You know, I will tell people, I'm like, listen, that area of my life, I'm not doing good in. I'm like, let me get you somebody that is doing good in that area, but I'll help you with this. Right. Like I just helped a couple, you know, they did it. They went from living in an apartment three years ago, taught them a budget, taught them how to save money. You know, they both have six figure jobs. They're building the assets so they can retire from their job. Great couple. And uh, they moved into, you know, a $700,000 home right around the corner for me. And it's so fun to see people get results like that. Mm -hmm. I have another kid, 21 years old. He saved 19,000 in a year and a half. Now he's teaching his mom how to budget and how to live below her means and, and this envelope system. So it's cool when you can help people in life so that they can build a business and be a great leader. Yeah. But if, if you don't focus on your life, you'll never you'll build a weak foundation in the business. And that's the thing that I realize is the best talent in the world without the, the right foundation, it's gonna it's gonna falter, it's gonna fail. Yeah. So I just got uh, last month my first coaching client mm -hmm. where originally her and I were just doing nutrition, but it's turned into uh, sort of like me being a life coach. Isn't it fun? And I really like it because, because yeah. like you said, the results to see her gain that little nugget of knowledge and realize something that she didn't before or how she was stuck. Yep. We were just on the phone. That's why I, I don't know if you noticed, Frank, but I was sitting in your driveway. For like 20 minutes no. when I got here, I was I on the phone. You weren't stalking him. Yeah, like, I was, like, I was like, looking like, through hey the window. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Throws that back. Yes, that yes. Back no, I was on the phone with her, and we were just talking about her progression uh, in a, in the week because we have weekly calls. Yep. And now that you talk about life coaching, I'm just realizing now on this podcast it. that I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's very fulfilling, I have to say. And that's why whatever seasons or trials you go through in life, they will be great seasons and trials, even though when you're in it, you're like, why me, right? Why am I going through this? Because well, you're going to learn something. But you learn from it, you know, and that's why when you can endure those storms of life, but have people helping you read, listen, discover it, you're going to come out so much stronger, you know, whether it's a relationship issue, a budgeting issue, losing a everything, job, everything. whatever With it is. working out, with I'm working gonna, out, that's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. You lift this weight, you struggle with it, but you come back stronger. Yep. Super simple. So, perfect example, perfect segue. So, yesterday, I ran into an issue with my job, right? And I was very scared I was going to lose it yesterday. You're mm. kidding. Yeah, very scared I was going to lose it. You should have texted me. Yeah, what well, I just, I'm not I that we guy. I'm not the type of guy, dude. This is staying <laughs> internal totally until we have I wouldn't a result. Care. I'd be like, uh, lose that job. <laughs> yeah, right, for real. Yeah, let's start I'd it. call them and be like, uh, Frank, you should he, fire him. He did what you think he did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, so just keep, just gloss over it. There's some notes that I should have taken down, a calendar I should have kept up with. Um, so that my my job could see my calendar and see what I do day to day and hour to hour. And I don't input it onto that calendar. I just don't. It's not a good tool for me. I don't care for it. And it looks like I don't do anything because when they look at my calendar, they're like, Frank, you haven't updated your calendar for a year and a half. <laughs> like, what do you do? <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, no, I put notes. I have like a physical notepad. And like, this is, she's like, no, Frank, that's, this is an issue. And like the way that it was spoken to me is all through text and email I was mm. like dude I'm, I'm gonna lose it because now they're gonna cross reference all my things and like they're gonna see that I don't have notes and they're gonna think I don't do anything and this is uh oh this is a problem and dude like I, I was like I'm losing my job like that's it it's, it's gonna happen and I literally lost my job in my head like it was 100% over I was like alright I'm gonna contact Mike we're gonna get clients like I gotta I gotta go full fledged into what no we're way. doing yeah. Yesterday? And, and then that's I had so Jen funny. I had Jen my girlfriend to help like kind of talk me off the ledge like 
just like Frank, it's okay. Like this happened in my life before. And just like, she's my rock, man. Like she was able to, for me, where I can rationalize a lot of shit. Like, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. No, I had no fucking chance yesterday. My workout was ass. My diet was absolute shit. I had oh no, God. I had nothing yesterday. I was, I was broken. Yeah. And then later see, towards the end of the night, you're being vulnerable. Like you go through those days still. Yeah. And I need that, but I needed that because then this morning yeah. I, I spoke cause my boss didn't answer me when I like apologized. It's just, they, none, none of them did. I was like, I'm fucked. That's it. It's over. Like I'm dead. So I woke up this morning and I, you know, I shot out a couple of emails and then my boss calls me about something else. And I was like, okay, so you're not talking about anything that happened yesterday. All right. All right. And I <laughs> He's apologize like, on, on my end. I was yeah, crying. My I was end, crying like, I'm dead. Yeah. I lost my <laughs> shit. And she was like, you know, she's like, Frank, it's okay. It's just, you know, I just next, just please just fulfill the calendar. I was like, that's it. That's it. But like in my head, I lost mm-hmm. my job. So now I'm so much more. I've already prepared myself to be like, I'm going to come back stronger than ever. I'm going to keep this thing. Like, let me keep this thing afloat. And now it's changed my outlook. And now I appreciate my job. Like I needed to, yeah. it needed to be dangled in front of me for me to actually appreciate mm, what I had. I see. You know, you know, and it was really, really, really Napoleon powerful. Hill, who's a great author. Do you know Napoleon Hill? He wrote, Think I'm reading his, rich. I read, yeah. I just finished that book he, like three, four months ago. Did you? Yeah. He says in the, one of the most famous quotes is like this, the, um, the size of a man is determined upon the size of how he deals with his problems or issues of life. You know, and and sometimes like you, you, when you go through this, you're like, why did I work myself up? Yeah. You know, and, and because we we're controlling our radio station of what what's being played. But we're letting this person because sometimes we like other people take our peace, you know, mm-hmm. and Definitely. that's why I say if you can gain control of your peace and happiness, because usually it's it's always it's always you that control it. But you let other people do. But yeah. but you're good now, right? You don't need to. Oh, come we're work good. For us. We're chilling. Okay. Nah, we're good. Who's your daddy? Was he doing? <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. We're you're good. You're a good right guy. Now. Yeah. Right now, we're good. One day, you... no, knocking no, no. on your door like, "Yo, Steve, Dad, remember <laughs> me, bro? <laughs> I need a job." No, nah. I, everybody that I I tell people, I'm like, we work with each other, not for each other. You know, and, and that's why everybody I mentor, it's like, no, we're we have a mentee mentee relationship, but it's like, no, we're, we're in this together. You know, it's an up and down partnership. And I think that's so important to build a network of people working with, not for each other. Cause then it's, I don't like that boss. hundred percent. Yeah. And like, like you said before, you said like, if I can't mentor you, I have a guy for that. Like I yep. have another guy for you because mm-hmm. you're results driven. And if you're all results driven, if everybody is results driven, then yep. there will be no conflict or there will be conflict to a certain extent, but you'll see where the result actually is yielded. And somebody's going to say, okay, you had the right plan. Like let's, yep. let's adopt and let's evolve, you know? And I think that that is just the best way to live your life. If you could just listen to someone else's objective view of you, you know, it's like, Oh, you don't really know me, but you're assessing my life and you're giving me advice. I'm just going to guard. I'm not going to let my ego get in the way. I'm not going to guard it. And then you could actually find something you could find out about yourself. You could find a lot of flaws in your system that yep. you may have thought were solid and maybe that your foundation was good and you know you have nothing to work on but we all have something to work on even when you're a mentor you know 100% and I feel like that everybody just needs that backup plan I almost feel like that should be part of an insurance company or like there should be like a life insurance company who like gives out mentors because that would just help people focus on their lives and they would actually be way better off you know a lot of people do we I feel like everybody needs it you know, everybody needs that, not parental figure, but kind of that reflective yeah. person. I said, like I mirror. created this quote a, year, a little while ago. I said, um, if you can't build a home by yourself, then don't try to build a life by yourself. You know, and sometimes you try to build a life on our own and then it takes time and you won't get the home built the way that you want. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely not. Definitely not. I don't, I don't know if it's 
like if you ever reach a point because you just need to go through the struggles day to day you can never reach a point where you're like i have everything taken care of here everything is 100 percent fine i i could disseminate all this success i could tell you how to do everything and i could still be fulfilled i think you need to struggle every single day you need to have those issues that pop in and we don't like to I, we don't like to in, uh, encounter any of these issues, but what I went through yesterday has made today incredibly beneficial to mm-hmm. me. There, and besides this podcast, like everything leading up to it was kind of typical day to day, but it was an amazing day. I yeah. felt really good you just were, from experience. Grateful, grateful, like just this this giant wave of like, holy shit, you made it out of that storm. That's amazing. And now I just have this air. Now I have this this. I have a. You know, I'm grateful for life. I have this appreciation for life like that I didn't have yesterday or the day before that. I was kind of like going through the motions. Yeah. And I feel successful as a person. I feel like I've gotten a lot of things done. I'm not 100% successful. Not everything is taken care of and I never will be. But I always feel like I have my shit together. I feel like my health is in store. I have all the things, people that I love around me. I do what I love most of the time. So we want to refine that to 100% of the time, but we'll get there. And like at this point, you need to encounter those, you know, you need to get a bird in the engine every once in a while and kind of deal with that and just kind of suck a bunch of shit into your clean life and then say, okay, let's clean it up. And that actually makes life more interesting because I then think it, you see how you deal with problems. I think what you, like what you just said, it, when that stuff happens, it gives perspective and it gives gratitude, you know, like it's, if, it's like when you're not healthy, but then you get sick, you're like, I really appreciate my health. You know, if you hurt your ankle or whatever, it's like, I really appreciate my ankle, you know? So like you start to, or if your back hurts, so gratitude is such a big thing i believe that's that's such a huge pillar like when i go away to one reason why i love skiing is that you're in nature and you're like this is cool like this is this is amazing this is god's land it's like wow you know we, we do the same thing we put ourselves in nature every once yeah. in a while we go take a hike right here in bear mountain oh it changes you completely you shut off everything and just just nature mm-hmm. it grounds you is yep. what it does it grounds you literally yeah i think we've gotten very far away from what we were meant to be like right and and we are not meant to be confined controlled we're meant to be free-spirited but there's two types of people in the world there's people that accept it and there's people that don't and those are the ones that become entrepreneurs or become freelancers or whatever and then they 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 break free of that prison or that chain and then some people accept it which is fine you know, and well, not bad people. people. Yeah, you need those people to accept it. We need a even or you need mix. consumers. Yeah, yeah. Def- it's consumers and producers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's you know, there's I, don't, I think Napoleon Hill said it. There's people who are dreamers and people that are not. You know, and the people who are not dreamers work for the people who are dreamers. Yes, he did say that. He did that. Right? Yeah. Now, question for you. Sure. You grind all the time, but you love what you do. You're constantly working, mm-hmm. but once again, you love it. Yeah. What do you do for fun? Like on the time where you don't have something to do. What are your hobbies? Um, yeah, that's a great. Um, I um, golf. I mean, my whole life I played till 24, 25 baseball. So there was things like I wasn't allowed to do because it would mess up my swing or you know potentially lose my contract. Oh, that's right. Right. So I, I was I was very restricted, you know, as a kid. Um, the only thing I did do was bowling. <laughs> I was on a bowling team. You were allowed to. Yeah, I was on a bowling team uh, when I was in uh, high school. Bowl the 300, average was, I was 212. Just about to ask that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I have my own bowling ball. So if we ever go, actually, a girlfriend was saying today at the gym, she's like, we can go bowling one day and stuff. I was like, I got my own bowling ball. Oh, you know, man. so, because she was, I think she was uh, doing the squat thing. So I, I rolled the the bouncy ball towards oh, her yeah. and it hit her. And uh, she's like, you bowl? I'm like, yeah, I got my own ball. You know, and I got my own shoes. It's great. She's like, you're, you're on a bowling team? I'm like, yeah, it was, right? But I, I love uh, golf. You know, golfing is really something I enjoy. I go up there, grip and rip, and you get the, 
experienced so many different like uh, courses. So I've I've golfed in Australia. I've golfed all around you know the United States and everything. So it's it's great. Um, I just picked up skiing you know over the past you know two years now and my friends are pushing me my brother i love my brother and you know he's he'll probably listen to this and uh you know he's he's a, he's a great guy my brother he's um he's always just been there for me and he's he's like watches out for me i was going down um a mountain in california and i didn't like grip and i literally went 2,000 feet sliding down it was amazing but i did it, i did it three <laughs> it three times i did it three times and i just i was like i'm gonna conquer this His, the name of the mountain was called scotty scotty's run i don't like scotty anymore you scotty know know. <laughs> scotty owned me anyone named scotty i just admit it immediately do not like them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no seriously we, we, it's our joke now it's a joke but um yeah and then and just nature I mean, i live in the north shore of long island so i love just going boating on the water the biggest thing though with hobbies is i you know i believe hobbies and and, and and things like that clear your mind you just can't let your hobbies own your life you know and sometimes sports own people's lives i i like them but i don't love them you know i love impacting more than say going skiing but it's my mind it's my time to clear it's my mind to create new content it's my time to just shut down and and and, and enjoy its health it's one of my rocks like going away is my personal growth rock and my health rock and my spiritual rock so, and then also I can meet new relationship with people, right? When you go away and do something. Sometimes I think we should go do things with people that we don't know to build a new relationship because sometimes you go to the same people, same place, and it's the same pattern. And if you don't break up your patterns in life, I think you become, you have a very redundant life and it's very boring, very mundane. But when you break up your patterns with new things, new people, um, yeah. So those are just some hobbies. I love the vineyards going out in Long Island, New York City once in a while. I'll get a place out there and, you know, and, uh, and I, you know, I travel. I travel a good amount, at least two, three times, four times a month because I run everything from my phone. And uh, that's the power of the internet is run your business wherever you are. You know, your office is right there. Hell yeah. Very man. true. Um, I, th- yeah, but- I wanted to say with the power of the internet, you recently just got off Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got off like Instagram. Completely. Yeah, yeah, I deactivated just for like a month or two, you know, so if you're listening to this, you'll, you'll see it come up because I'm, I'm working on some things too, uh, website-wise, projects-wise, um, but sometimes I just, I believe in going MIA and like grinding and, and letting your success kind of like, kind of like l- you need to sometimes let your success, s- success silence those that, n- that don't believe, you know? So you're telling me you don't have to post about everything on Instagram? Oh my gosh. Did it really happen? What? Because I know my Instagram's it. disabled right now. If you don't post it, did it really? Oh, happen? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you took him a second. Yeah, no. My Instagram's disabled right now, and I know when I eat, I yeah. usually post it on my story. Yeah. So I literally took a picture and I don't sent need to it know to every Frank. Food you are. I sent it to Frank, <laughs> and I was like, bro, no one can see this right now, so I'm going to send it to you. Do no, these like, macros count? <laughs> yeah, no, it, you know, it is. And we've all been there. We've been addicted to posting and this and that. And it's in. It's a great platform. I mean, we wouldn't have met if it wasn't, or because we contact each other on Instagram. So I believe in social media. I just don't believe when it owns you, when you're self-consumed in it, when you're in your bed with your wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend. I've seen it ruin relationships. And you're just sitting there on phone. And right? it's like, no, like guys, talk about like the future. Talk about like your life, like read something together, Get, work on your spiritual life. Like with this filler, like it, and I love the weekly screen time that Apple tells you now. I love that now. That's brand new. Because like, it, you know. score every week. Some people are on like 12 hours, 14. I was, <laughs> check this out. What? I love this. One of my friends, Dan, I, 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 he's one of my golfing partners and he just, he's a good guy. Actually, January 1st, we went golfing. It was uh, 50 degrees that day, right? It was New Year's uh, day. It's and great day we went golfing, golfing in yeah. New York. And um, so he said to me about social media because he's not really on it. And he says, you know, you know the thing about social media, Steve, and I, I will, I'll never forget this. He said, 
it just happened just last month. He said, um, or this month, he said, it's like 12 hours of people competing whose life is better. 100%. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's so true. And, and yes, there is good things from it. You can leverage yourself out. It's a great platform where you have a great podcast or if you have a product to, to, to tell your, tell your story, right. And Mm -hmm. change lives without a doubt. But there's times in your life where you just got to go MIA, think about you. And then, and then what happens now, you take those seven hours, like, what do I do now? It goes back to the rocks. All right. If I took it, like my junior year in college, I had a TV in my room. I never had a TV in my bedroom ever again since my junior year in college. I got rid of it. I, I sold it, and I never had one to, up until this day. Millionaires don't have TVs in their bedrooms. They have books in their la- in their house. They're reading. They're listening. You know. And a lot of people say, "Well, that's like crazy." I'm like, "Well, then don't complain about why you can't pay your property tax or why you know your gas prices are going up. You know, like you have no right. You know, you you have to. So, yeah. But going back to um. But does that answer your question? I think what was your question? Well, yeah, yeah. Just how how is yeah. it without Instagram? Oh, yeah. Like what? How it's, did you use honestly, it? Or it's great, and and I'm gonna you know, I'll be back in a month or two, and um, but it's uh, it's just nice, you know. And some people are so worried about their likes or their followers or comments, and I'm like, man, that like if that's what you rate your life on, you know, it, it then that's sad. And we've all been there. I've been there as well. It's like, well, let me join this app to get more likes and this and that. No, like like the 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 biggest person that should like your photo is you you should love who you are you should love where you're going and be authentic and you shouldn't have to post about everything it's just i think in today's world depression and relationships have been hurt because of that but also meeting people have been a blessing through you know social media so it's like a catch-22 yeah i definitely have to yeah i agree with the balance though 100 percent, you need balance and i think it's an incredible tool like today i met about three people at lifetime just alone today and we exchanged Instagrams. Yeah, and what that's going to do is it's your give business you card. Of, it's exactly. It's my yes. resume, my business card, it's my link. It's just who I am. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's your profile where I know who you are. So in that case, yeah, I think everybody should have a social media without a doubt. If you don't, you're living in a blockbuster age world. And I think the problem is that you're well, the people like we said before, it's it's 12 hours of people competing with each other to see whose yep. life is better. Now, I think that comes with it, there's a caveat there because you have to see how people view it because if someone views it that way then that they're already on the defensive so now they're looking at people's profiles as a tax on their life almost mm-hmm. like oh that looks really pretty that looks really nice it looks like a lot of fun that looks expensive you it are could trying inspire to impose you on me. or depress so that's you. what i'm saying so yeah. for me i follow a lot of people who inspire me and exactly it's how you consume it because i don't sit there scrolling all day but i will go through the first four or five posts just out of habit just to kind of see what's going on and usually it's i mean the algorithms direct me to the people that usually yeah you know i'm attracted to most anyway and yep. i see things that i i want to see you know I'm like oh wow that's a really cool quote that aubrey marcus put up or yeah. joe rogan put up gerald or, adams all these know, guys, any of the guys exactly. Tyler, yeah anybody that has yep. something to say that is worth my time i follow i yeah. don't just follow random people that's a big about, thing I, just... I, I tell people who are close to me that i feel that i, I could tell this so example uh, caitlin all the time she'll be scrolling Caitlin's my girlfriend. I don't type. Now I know. I did not say that. Yes. yes. Caitlin's my girlfriend. Hi, Caitlin. So sometimes she, yeah, she listens. Uh, sometimes she'll scroll and be like, oh, this person did this again. And I'm just like, yeah. What? Just unfollow it. That's like, where stop. it becomes like, bad. Well, you know, nah, nah. Yeah. And uh, same thing with Which, uh, the ex. Oh. And just uh, all a lot of people around, yeah. they, they feel like the need to follow people yep. because, oh, we met or, oh, Doesn't we went matter. to high school together. And it's like you, every day you're going to look at it, right? 
So you you are a compilation of the things you do on the daily, your habits. Yep. So if every day you're looking at shit you don't want to see that you hate, yep. you're filling your days with that. Mm-hmm. Literally, even if you think it's on your phone, oh, it's just on my phone, it's just Instagram. No, you're 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 putting it into your life daily habits. Yep. So I unfollow all the time. Like just follow the things you want, the yep. things yeah. that are going to and put you up. And then in that case, social media is beneficial. Yeah, yep. I, and I think uh, sometimes, like in life, if you're succeeding and you're like you you want to crush it this year, right? In business or entrepreneurship, whatever you're doing or sports, sometimes you need to you need to let your feet be louder than your tongue. Yes. And Always. some people's feet are, you know, are, are tongues louder than their feet. And you don't need to talk about everything like, well, I did this and I did that. It's balance, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you feel like you're getting in balance, maybe that's a time to take, hey, delete it from your, you know, you don't have to deactivate, but um, you can delete the app just for like three days and it actually clears your mind. Oh, I've done that before. I it's really good. And um, so, yeah, no, this is, I think this is a big thing that people have issues with. Um, because like you said earlier, people live in other people's home and then they forget about stocking in their home. And what happens is there's nothing in their home to offer. So when people come over, they don't want to stay over. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. There's not food there. There's not games there, you know? And when you focus on building your home, being a little bit selfish, you can be selfless over time. God forbid your family has some issues. You say, hey, mom, I was selfish for a couple of years, but now, you know, hey, the oil bill is like 800 bucks. I was like, I got it. Let me take care of it. You know, and a lot of people, that's why when you're on a plane, they say, take care of your mask first before you put others, another person on. Because if you miss theirs, you miss yours, you're both dead, right? So sometimes in a life, you're going to have to grind and focus, still be there for your family, but go do you so that you can go take care of them later on, say, God forbid, because six years ago, my dad, you know, he um, almost passed away. He had a heart attack and thank God he's good. That year I got six figures in bonuses and the bills were $104,000 at Stony Brook. God forbid they couldn't pay for it. The 24, 25-year-old was going to pay for it, you know? And that's that's the difference is like, man, something has to drive you and, and push you, whether it's family, whether it's impacting, whether it's, you know, your significant other, whatever it is, right? Your higher power. Um, so it, it, it drives you. And that's why sometimes you need to trim certain things out of your life. But that's why you need a coach sometimes, a lot of times to say, you need to trim that out. You need to get rid of that, you know? And um, so social media is great. But then there's, there's times where you got to just deactivate it so you can activate your mind instead of looking at other people's mind. Beautifully course, said. Man. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming. Seriously, nah. Making the drive out here. No, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it took about, you know, seven days to get here and stuff. And, uh, you know, even though I'm 10 miles away. <laughs> now, everything you guys are doing on this podcast, you know, it's, um, and just you guys as people, I can feel their, your vibe, your spirit, you know, your ping pong game. Um, no, but like it's it? good. I, I love the, the atmosphere is great. And, this down here is soundproof, so it's weird. It's like you're, you know, when you're like have kind of, they're sick, but you don't hear uh, your ears or your your noise and stuff, but it's cool. But no, everything you guys are doing with Young Minds, it's it's awesome. And I, I love it. A lot of people are envious or jealous of other people's success. I'm like, no, that's that's inspiring. Like you should be excited at other people winning in life because that tells you that you have a chance, you know, and you should never be envious or jealous. You should be excited for other people and say, if, hey, Justin did it, you know, if Frank did it, then I can do it. I just got to figure out what they did to be where they're at, you know, and just have gratitude every day, man. You know, be grateful that, um, you know, I'll finish with this. I went down to DR when I was 15, 16, 17 years old, and I played baseball down there against the pro teams. And it was actually the biggest thing that changed my life was when I 15 and I got off the plane, 
hanging out with these kids and they have so little, but they're so happy. And they literally took her socks off to the game. They said, hey, I need socks. The things that we throw out is the things that they want. You know, it's like new for them. And that when I came back to America, I'm like, I have no right to complain. If you complain because you're a traffic, thank God that you're in a car that actually works and you have a job. You don't like your job? Be grateful that you have a job. Know that you can get rid of it if you want, you know, but like, oh, you don't, your water's like, like cold, you know, it's not hot enough for you. It's like thankful that you have clean water. It could be in Flint, Michigan and actually have lead in your water, you know? So I think when you get negative or Nancy pansy, you just got to change your perspective. No, you're, you're so right. So right. I can't even express how, how right that statement is, but it's some people just don't get to see the other side. Yeah, you know it's say, hard. To, it's hard for some people to get that perspective. Yeah, that's where you gotta just drop cook them to people's elbow or something. Yeah. like, hey bro, let me help you out. I mean, my my cousin, he's a dentist, and for when he was in med school, one of his one of his one of his things he had to do with school was go down to Madagascar for a month <sighs> and do teeth, Dope. do their teeth, just tribes. Wow. He came back and same thing you just said. Just wow, I have a pencil. I'm able to write something on a piece of paper whenever I want. Isn't that crazy? Just so I don't have to remember it forever. I can write something down. I can yeah. chew a piece of gum if I want to. I have the le- the the luxury of gum. Yeah. Just chapstick. Shit like, that. like just you some places chapstick. like what chapstick. Like, it's it's yeah. unless you do those unless you do those big yeah. things or see that, yeah. which a lot of people don't. Millions, hundreds of millions yeah. don't. It's hard to see that and you, and then you're in a world where it's just market market consume 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 i need better i need better better what better computer better phone i need better 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 clothes it's hard to see it but it is true you have to you have to see the other perspective i was real quick i was skiing the other day and i like i went through a little funk you know we go through these funks and then i see somebody it was actually after scotty's run after i went down that run i'm like just like like a bomb coming down down scotty And I, okay. I get I get to the lift, the next lift, and I see a guy that's paralyzed in in a ski mobile thing, and he's going down the mountain, going up the lift. I'm like, I have no right to complain about life. That guy made the worst situation the best situation, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, perspective is a huge thing, and gratitude always, always perspective. So, but I'm very grateful for you guys, man, and looking forward to see you guys just prosper and grow and just crush it in this in this new year. And I love what this podcast is doing, and and just you know, you guys are doing thank awesome you. stuff. I really thank appreciate you, those Seriously, words. It's awesome. Thank yeah. you so much, man. Uh, thank you guys. Very very smart wisdom. And do, is there anything you want to plug? I know you're not on Instagram right now. You can't. Yeah, well, st- it'll be uh, Stephen Mazurko, S T E V E N M A Z Z U R C O. That's my Instagram. So it'll be up in the next month or two. I'm going to be working on a new website. So that'll be launched. And then uh, until then, um, just listen to podcasts. And if you need to contact you know, me and yeah. uh, you have questions, you can contact Frank with their social media and get in touch with me. So. Yeah, we'll have that in the, the bio, in the notes. So we'll have your, all yeah. of your socials. I like the private there. life for a little bit, actually. It's really cool. Hell yeah, man. G14 Enjoy. classified. There, right? <laughs> Dude, I'd, be, I'd be all over it, man, if I was you. Yeah, definitely. that's cool. It's a tool for us right now, but definitely for you. It's, uh, it'd be nice to take a little vacation. Yeah. For me too, as well. Like, but you come back, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. But uh, <laughs> thank the, you guys the so grind much. Don't stop, man. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Cool. All right, guys. Peace. Bye. I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah!